Oh God, we are hungry for your word, so fill us with your spirit. Open our hearts, open our minds to the message you have for us today. In Christ's name, amen. Our gospel text begins with the words, he came down with them. So you might start wondering, who came down? Down from where? Who with? Well, it was Jesus who came down. The 12th verse of this sixth chapter tells us that Jesus had gone out to a mountain to pray and spent the night in prayer to God. So after a night in prayer on the mountain, Jesus came down with the 12 disciples, whom he also called apostles. Now, before you start wondering, what's the difference between disciples and apostles, I'll tell you. A disciple is a learner. It's the same word we get the word discipline from. It requires discipline and studying something to learn something. And an apostle, an apostle is one who is sent out we are disciples when we study the Bible, when we come to Sunday school or church, when we learn from Jesus about who God is, about who we are, and about how we need to live. You and I, we also are apostles. As Wesley McGee, who I said can't be here today, but as Wesley McGee has often said, we are not called to leave our Christianity here at the church on our favorite pew but to take it out into the world. We have been commissioned, that is, to be apostles. We've been sent out, sent out by Jesus himself, who, who said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything. I have commanded you. And then Jesus said, and remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So, fellow disciples and apostles. Let us listen for God's word for us in Luke 6 chapter, starting at the 17th verse. He came down with them and stood at a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured and all the crowd were trying to touch him for power came out from him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are people, you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you. For that is what their uh, 
ancestors did to the false prophets. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Well, Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Today, as this Berea Church celebrates, we celebrate Valentine's love. I want to remind you of that simple question that was asked on that little, remember the little heart-shaped candy? Will you be mine? Well, sadly, as you've seen in the paper recently, that candy is no longer made. But people hoping for love still ask it. And Jesus asked us that question too. Will you be mine? Our reading from the sixth chapter of Luke is part of what is called the Sermon on the Plain because after the night on prayer on the mountain, Jesus came down with them on a level place. Who was Jesus with? A crowd of disciples, multitudes of people from all over, Judea, Jerusalem, Tyre, Sidon. And why were they there? Well, the 18th verse tells us that They'd come to hear him and to be healed. But notice that Luke tells us Jesus kind of reversed that order. He healed them first. And then he spoke preaching what is called that Sermon on the Plain. Well, that's not the only reversal here. That sermon may have started out like that more familiar Sermon on the Mount in Matthew. But after four Beatitudes... It takes a different turn, what you might call for woebitudes. <laughs> After saying that the poor, the hungry, those who weep, those who are hated, are blessed, Jesus says, woe to the rich, woe to the poor, woe to those who laugh, woe to those of whom people speak well. But in some context, that, that word blessed, that the first part of those, Sometimes it's translated happy. But this blessed refers to being blessed in God's sight in contrast to the woes which indicate God's displeasure and the grief that follows from that displeasure. Also notice that both the Beatitudes and the Woebitudes are kind of future-oriented. The hungry will be full. Those who weep will laugh. Those who are hated, excluded, reviled, and so on because of Jesus will rejoice and will leap for joy. The contrast between the Beatitudes and the Wobitudes emphasizes the difference between our human standards and God's assessment. In the first chapter of 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul put it this way. God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Because you see, the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So are you blessed or woe-ed? In the Sermon on the Plain, Jesus spoke to the poor, the hungry, and those who mourned and cried out in pain and wept. He told them, take heart, rejoice, and know that if they've been excluded or hated or reviled or defamed, as they earnestly sought to follow the Son of Man, their reward would be great. You and I, 
We are called to tend to the needs of the least, the last, the lost. You may have noticed in your bulletin, we also listed that passage of Jeremiah. Let us turn now to the words of that prophet who puts before us a basic question. Who do you trust? God or man? Where do you put your trust? So listen for God's word for us in that 17th chapter of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. Jesus calls each of us, all of us, and Jesus promises to be with us as he is saying, will you be mine? Thanks be to God. The hour is coming and the time is now here. So go forth to worship the Lord your God in spirit and in truth in everything that you say and everything that you do. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ springing like living water fill your heart and flow through your life from this day forth forevermore. Amen.